Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada. I'm your host, Deepak Batty. And today, my guest is Deus. Deus is my boy. Deus is the guy that helps me engineer the show and make it sound good in level two. So uh, I want you to all give him a big, warm welcome. Hey, thanks for being a part of the show, man. I appreciate your time. Hey, thanks, Deepak. I appreciate it. Hell yeah, man. For those of you that don't know, Deus is an audio engineer. Audio engineers make sure that the audio sounds good, the levels of your voice sound equal, and there are no additional noises. And so it can be a very tedious process, and it's something that is underappreciated. So I wanted to kind of have him on the show and help you learn more about him and understand what the process is like. So um, yeah, man. Um, what I wanted to kind of first start off with is just by asking you, hey, man, where are you from? Where, where Where's your family from? And uh, how did you get into audio engineering? Yeah, so I'm from Burnaby. That's where I was born. Um, and uh, my my mom, both of my mothers uh, grew up with me there for my first five years, my formative years. Uh, and then I moved into Kelowna um, as, a, as an older child to you know, experience a town that was a bit safer and uh, uh, a better environment to live in. So, yeah. Mm, you had two moms? Yes. Oh, interesting. Cool, man. Yeah. Um, and uh, what made them want to make the move over to Kelowna? Uh, we had family living in Kelowna uh, that still live here. My, my grandparents, um, they've been here for about 25 years now, so... It was a no-brainer, um, and uh, there's a uh, when I was born in Burnaby, um, I was actually in the children's uh, hospital for a long time. So by the time I was out, and then we lived there for a few years, it was just time to kind of at least for our family and my life just kind of move on into another another place, okay, another cool. kind of point in in our family's lifetime. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, where'd you go to school? Uh, I graduated from OKM in 2016. Oh, gotcha. Yes. You're a young boy. I yes. uh, I graduated RSS in 2011, man. So yeah, I'm, well. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay, too. Hey, man, it's 2020. No one cares anymore. No. <laughs> um, and then how did you get your start into audio? Um. Well, ever since I was young, I, I was obsessed with audio um, and music. I always had to have headphones on me, and I always, they needed to be the greatest ones in my mind. And uh, I, I was obsessed with the experience of an album and, and what that could do for me within an hour or 45 minutes. Um, then fast forwarding, I, I was interested in making my own music. And over time in high school, that developed to working with others and friends. And um, I got to the point where I, I found this pleasure from creating moments uh, with other people's creativity and ideas, you know, sharing a flow state with them um, to where we, we could develop a song. And, and like I, I found this position within audio where I can creatively, creativity, <laughs> creatively and... Uh, like from a technical point of view, develop something um, that's like a, a shared experience. 
Yeah, 100%. I went to audio engineering school in 2012. I graduated from Okanagan College. And so I understand how important it is to make sure that all the, everything in the music, every instrument, every sound is in its right spot for a song to hit, mm-hmm. right? Um, you could say, for example, have sicko mode. It'll sound good if there's no, if yeah. you haven't touched anything, but like for an engineer to come in and make sure that the bass hits and yeah. the vocals are front and center and that it sounds exciting and psychedelic and otherworldly, that's what the job of an engineer is. And so yeah. it's really crazy, man. It's like a very, it's like a, in a way, it's a very creative and analytical space to be in all at one time. Totally. Yeah, shout out to Mike Dean. Hell yeah, shout <laughs> yeah. out to Mike Dean. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Two decades worth of legendary creation right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. man. He's worked on a, a ton of Kanye's work, right? Uh, oh, yeah. And touring with him. Yeah. Rigorous tours. Yeah. Who- <laughs> Imagine touring with Kanye. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I wish I could have been a part of the Yeezus tour. Yeah. Just to be in the crowd to see what that was all about. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, who are your influences? Um, actually, one of my largest influences isn't from music. It's a guy named Frank Yang. He's a, a, a almost a guinea pig. He's a man who who's born into a, a decent, decently wealthy family, um, and he's just kind of used his lifetime as an experience to to experiment with his body mentally and physically. Um, through exercise and meditation and this and that, and I've, I've I've followed his his journey for around the last decade, and it's cool to watch him um, become so passionate about different ideologies and religions and has experienced meditation for the last like five years and all that. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I've he's been a big influence for me. Just the way he develops and creates his art. Um, he's a director. Uh, he does photography. Uh, a lot of it is is in a, a shock value kind of um, standpoint, where he he tries to face the public in a way that that requires them to to think uh, and react like very consciously and presently to whatever he's doing, or or you know, in the moment. Mm. But yeah, aside from that, musically. Um, I'm a big fan of like Minnesota rap when I was younger. I love like rhyme sayers, entertainment, people like Idea and uh, Slug of Atmosphere were huge for me. Mm. Um, of course, there's people like Mostef and yeah, and uh, Gangstar. Those are huge influences for me. Like I always love rapping on Gangstar beats <laughs> when I was young, and then and then others like uh, Roy Ayers and Frank Ocean. Uh, teen Suicide, Brand New, you know, Hey Rosetta, right. Arcade Fire. Right. Yeah. So you had a pretty vast variety of influences then. Yeah, I just I just had tons of phases. I was, I loved listening to albums and I just, I'd fill my iPod Classic and just have at her. <laughs> 160 gigs, just yeah. all full. Yeah, I, I'm at the point in life where my memory of music is just momentary. I'm not great with titles and artists anymore. Oh. I just I just experience the feeling of the music and I remind myself what that feeling was with the last song that I listened to four years ago and I just make those connections. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know what it is, if it's just my memory or whatever, but 
that's that's how I experience music most often nowadays. Mm, gotcha. I try my best not to live too much in the past with with my music. I get really tired of hearing the same music all the time. I find that finding new good music gives me vitality, and so I try my best not to. But I'm such a victim to it, though. I love listening yeah. to older music, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I still sometimes just listen to Good Kid, Mad City. Sometimes it's a great oh, album. Totally, but it like. But I, f- I feel so much nostalgia listening to it though sometimes, and I just want to mm-hmm. live in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, twenty twelve was a good year. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. But um, when you were also a little younger, you were into bodybuilding. Yes. Yeah. What was that? What was what? What made you want to get into bodybuilding when you're so already passionate about music? Uh, those points in my life in high school were about like escapism. I was I was really obsessed with with constructing uh, a a mind and body that could deconstruct itself. Mm. And uh, working out was a source of, like I said, escapism for me, but also a form of mis- like physical meditation uh, and just something that helped me develop myself as a person. Um, and form good habits. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just love the idea of building this physical form upon yourself and, and then just seeing it and, and creating it as you go. I was never really someone to, to flaunt it or, or anything like that. It was, it was more just for me uh, a personal like meat suit that I was... I was building upon, right, this other physical manifestation beside my my like conscious mm. that represented me. Right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And so it was more so just about being in that process rather than reaching a certain goal or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. It, just the process uh, of working out for me and just the the habits and and. Um, the pra- like just in general the practice of exercise and and was what it was for me like uh and then forming relationships of course like through workout partners and things like that yeah but yeah it, it's just the enrichment of like of like pushing your physical limits i, I always was was fairly athletic mm. but yeah that that was just another side of me where i i was just trying to exercise a potential that I knew like I had and see what I what I could do with it and yeah it is great times mm. yeah and, I, and where did you learn about pushing past your potential and gaining gaining a, a new perspective of yourself from mm-hmm. that where did you learn that from where did I learn or like where did I learn it from within that experience yeah um I actually learned it during my breaking point I mm. I uh I'm not 200 pounds anymore. <laughs> um, there's a point where I stopped working out, and um, it was due to things like body dysmorphia and and uh, things within the same family, um, where like the the actual working out in that and my mindset to it collapsed kind of into itself, mm. um, and I became a bit obsessive and. Uh, it it almost became unhealthy for me. I was right. spending um, 
upwards of 12 hours a week easily just on my physical performance. Damn. You know, but those kinds of obsessions can sometimes take people into like um into great places though where they can win competitions and championships oh, yeah, and things like definitely. that. You didn't want to take it there? Or uh, did you? I I didn't I never had the genetics. Oh. I mean, I I could look great, but uh, no, I I didn't I didn't have I didn't have world like qualifying genetics or anything, <laughs> and uh, I I'm a bit uh, cynical about the fitness industry in the first place. Like I I used to always make my own supplements from scratch. I would buy bulk powders myself and create my own supplements, my own dosages through reading my own studies yeah. and and like get my own like get myself right, <laughs> pay a lot less as well. Um, so yeah, there's another side of it too, where I, I just the environment that the physical like that the fitness industry was operating within those years that I was in it, I I just didn't enjoy either. Like all the personal trainers trying to screw people over mm. uh, with like fake workout plans and online diets and this and that and fat. Like yeah, mm. it's just a little too much for me. Fair and. That's uh, fair. Instead of wanting to become a part of the greater good, I I decided to uh, to leave. That's I, fair. That's a choice that I I make a lot of the time. Yeah, in that scenario. So, do you uh, do you regret that decision, or are you happy with it? No, I'm happy with it. I'm I'm still very fit right now, just in a different aspect. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you find that your body dysmorphia mm-hmm. kind of got more extreme and more intense as you got quote unquote more fit? Uh, yes, yeah, because there's diminishing diminishing returns. Your genetics can only take you to a certain point. Yeah, um, in which then you need to be more accurate and precise with your body, um, which isn't scientific as well. By the way, it's a, it's very much about feeling where you are from day to day um, and adjusting. But yeah, there, there's a point of diminishing returns where like you like the same amount of work you put in last year, you put in the next year, but you get maybe 25% of what you had the year before, mm-hmm. right? That's why a lot of people do take gear and, and, and like testosterone replacement and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. Are you... Um- and are you doing any kind of like physical training right now? Yeah, I, I bike around like 30 kilometers a week, mm. uh, just commuting. I used to cycle quite a bit, so it's nothing unfamiliar to me, and it, it's been fun. I, my endorphins have never been higher uh, this year, so it, it's been great. I've lost a decent amount of weight, mm. and yeah. Great, and and so you must feel obviously then a lot better than when you did when you were actually weightlifting. Yeah, uh, yeah, at, at times definitely, I I I would totally agree. Yeah, like uh, to maybe to to give some more context to to everyone listening and to you as well. Like my my workout partner, uh, my man Jesse Diddock, who's who's awesome. Shout out to him, uh, awesome male entertainer. Um, he would work out his calves for for like 45 minutes two times a week and you'd record everything he did he researched about calf like different muscles and and their extensions and where they contract and you know he'd like work on them and like look at them in the mirror at the end of his like workout very 
like like very precisely. <laughs> it's it's like that. I I feel like you guys can already get the picture where like you you get this analysis of yourself and like he 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 was never gonna grow his calves that much. It was never gonna happen like that. Yeah. <laughs> he he has over time like over over the last like eight years sure, but yeah like he there were times where you know he spent like so much time and effort into this one thing that and and, and those are the that's that's like the embodiment of the obsession obsession maybe that can give a, a better insight yeah if that makes any sense no i get what you're saying well i mean the thing about it is that you just get so fixated it doesn't necessarily belong in reality anymore right you're yeah. just you're just within your head your insecurities are fueling uh how small Mm-hmm. You know, or how large a particular body part is rather than mm-hmm. looking at it on an objective level. It becomes then a subjective view. Um, and you didn't want to pursue anything like um, steroids or anything like that to enhance any part of yourself then, hey? Um, I don't want to comment on that, but mm. no. <laughs> no I, uh, yes, definitely. But it is a, at some points, but it's still like at the same time, it's a lifelong alteration and commitment to cer- to a certain extent unless you are very very like very uh um it, it, like unless you only do like maybe one or two cycles but that that's very rare the case when that happens so right it, yeah it's it was nothing that like i i i when i when i stopped working out i i just was at a point where like i didn't need to to kind of pursue that fair anymore that idea there's and it was still like at the end of the day to its core it was like an exercise of 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 my physical manifestation it was just a, like an observation from me to see what i could do with myself physically and push myself like whether it was like hitting weight prs or whatever it was like all that stuff yeah <laughs> That's fair, man. That's totally, totally fair. So, um, and what was it like to meet Ronnie Coleman? Oh, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That fuel. Um, yeah, it was. It was cool seeing him. I, I, I've spent a lot of time listening to him. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a great experience. It, just to kind of see how he's how he was doing at the time and he had like his whole PR run for his supplements going so right but he's such a he's such a fun loving guy he actually only started bodybuilding because he could get a free gym membership oh really yeah something like that but he's just a a genetic anomaly man that's huge you know through through just his lifetime you know he had this ended up taking this long journey mm-hmm. into what the world of bodybuilding is now. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's sweet. That's that's very cool. I always love meeting my idols and stuff. I'm really lucky to have had those experiences. And uh, I'm not sure if Ronnie is actually an idol of yours, but I've, uh, but no, it's always fun. It's always nice to have a story. I don't actually know a whole lot about him, no. to be totally honest. But uh I'm, it's cool that you met him. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. So at this point, um, now with your audio engineering, you've been built working on this studio now. Yes. The vault. 
recording studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've been building it up for months, man. We've been talking about this for yeah. so, so long. And yeah. you finally have it up and running, man. How yeah. does it feel to finally have it done? Yeah, it, it's great. I mean, I've always needed a studio in my life. So this is just something that's been surmounted over the years, you know. I, um, and, and this is what it is today. Like, there's never a point where I wasn't ha- like wasn't going to have one. And um, I've, I've been working toward this uh, very sl- like slowly in increments, even at points where maybe I, I wasn't exactly aware of it. It was always within my priorities. So I, it feels great to to be in a space where now I can operate, and this has become. Um, and now I just need to focus on on growing and building a community and a hub, and and making sure that this space, the vault, is a place where people can call it their their home base. Yeah, and and they can find an identity through here, mm-hmm. and, and we can facilitate that. Hundred percent, and uh, you help with all kinds of different music, not just say hip hop, not just say singer songwriter, but all sorts. Hey, uh, I, I'd like to say that yes, uh, but um, it, it's kind of contrary too. I, I do work on a lot of hip hop music, yeah, um, but my my skill set is is not solely based around that. It's it's just been a lot of what the demand has been for me within within my path uh, as an engineer, yeah, you know? Um, I, I'm very excited to embark on journeys within new genres, and I, I love working on, on singer-songwriter projects and folk music and things like that. I, I've been a huge... Listen, I've been a huge listener of people like Johnny Cash and Tallest Man on Earth and, like, Bon Iver and, and, and like, Dan Manigan and Jack Johnson, people like that. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to expand um, with the creation of this studio as well um, and, and through, through mentors that I, I'm looking to develop as well. So Sweet. Hell yeah. Yeah, man, I'm really happy for you to have this finally done. I've already been actually telling quite a few people about this place already. I've been... Thank you. Yeah, man. I mean, I've been telling a bunch of my friends to come check it out. Um, I'm rooting for you. You know, I want to see this. I want to see this turn into something great for yeah. yourself. You know, you've been putting so much time into it, um, and um, yeah, um, I want. I wanted to also ask you as well. Like, what are your goals to eventually? Let what what what's your eventual goal? Do you want to stay within Kelowna? Uh-huh. Did you want to move to a bigger city and work in a bigger studio, or what are you thinking? Yeah, um, right now I'm I'm looking to see what I could get out of Kelowna. Yeah. That's that's my mindset right now. There there are other ideals where maybe I could move to a larger city, find other placements within somewhere, or create my own. But uh, for now, right now, I'm on this path where I'm developing the space here, the vault with Tabor, uh, and all the other beautiful residents here. And and my goal for the next five years max is to see what I can squeeze out of this community and see what I can do to help push everything forward and, and, and develop a role for myself that becomes key to the culture within Kelowna, whatever that may be. Um, but it's just an idea of enriching what talent and potential the other might 
my other fellow artists have here. That's yeah. that's that's it. That's yeah. really it. So hell yeah. I'm I'm glad to hear it, man. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the next five years or so. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm sure you got you have like a lot you have a lot of potential. And being that you're in the heart of downtown, you have a lot of easy ways to connect with everybody in this community. So it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited for this month. I'm looking to go public and and just see what happens with that and and what stirs up. Yeah. Uh, because right now it's it's already being fun, and I, I've just been privately networking with the people that I stay with, and and I've already felt very enriched from that, and and it's exciting to see people close to me having their having the, these words in their mouth, like that. That's what's important to me, just the the word of mouth and and the passing on of. Of of what this experience was for you when you came by and how 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 it felt for you and what what inspired you about it and and stuff like that. I feel like in in this industry, in the entertainment industry and in music and art and culture, it's all about person to person interaction. Everything else is just a show or a mediator or something that is necessary. But at the end of the day, to me, the that's your reputation and your connections and your relationships are all built on that communication verbally from person to person. Artists don't care about anything else, mm-hmm. honestly. It, yeah, 100%, man. 100%. Um, and that's very true. Talking to different artists, man, they just want to get the work done and yeah. make it happen. Yeah, and I appreciate all the work that you've been doing with the For the Culture Canada podcast. Thank um, you. I, I went on a little bit of a lull just because I wasn't really sure what the appropriate form of action would be mm-hmm. within this last month. I didn't necessarily want to put words into anybody's mouth um, over this over this last June regarding Black Lives Matter and everything yes. like that. I figured I would allow everybody that was in that community to kind of speak more so and let their words be known. Um, now with me continuing on with the podcast, I'm not saying like, oh, it's all over now. Now it's time to get back to normal. Yeah. Um, but it's more so that I feel a little more comfortable with collecting my thoughts and moving forward. Um, and yeah. you, you aspire to use For the Culture Canada uh, in the future as a, you know, a transition. Like you're not looking to go to any sort of normal, but move on towards what is a greater position for everyone culturally and yeah. in, in life. And I, I, I can see that you're just trying to find that and when that right time is in, in that moment. And, and you know, what what to highlight and and what to use with, with your position. So 100%. I, I do respect that. Thanks, man. I will also be totally candid here as well. On like a mental level, this uh, last June has not been all that strong for me. Yeah. Like this June has been a lot. I, I've been finding that a lot of people uh, were really overwhelmed when COVID hit, and a lot of there's been a, like a lot of like anxiousness rising and a lot of um, mental distress that has been rising. Yeah. But I've been doing pretty okay uh, since about like April first. April first, I really hit strong with my fitness. I've been like really good with getting interviews and stuff done. But yeah. like since June hit, man, I- I've been not been in the greatest mental space. And so it's been kind of mm-hmm. harder for me to kind of um, get it all going. But um, I'm rising out of it as best as I can. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm moving forward as best as I can. And so 
Yeah, man. Um, what is what? How have you been feeling about the episodes that we've had so far? Yeah, I've been feeling really good. I love the connection with businesses uh, at the level that you're doing it. It kind of opens up an identity to the person that you're you're working with, and it just kind of you know shows another level of of who they are, what they stand for, and maybe they can represent themselves and and what they've done in the past in a, another way that then the listener can understand and and then support and be like wow i like this i need to be a part of this so yeah that, and that's what i feel like a lot of your content has been about lately is just like highlighting businesses and, and stuff like that yeah and then kind of rehashing and encapsulating like a new perspective on on what they've done and and then allowing people to hear that and and decide for themselves, like, oh, I need to be a part of this, or ooh, this is like this fits my lifestyle. This is for me. Like, that's that's what I've I've seen. Yeah, man, and that's what I'm aiming for. I'm hoping to get people excited about what's going on within their community. You know, um, and I don't want to be limited to just Kelowna or the Okanagan or anything. I want to yeah. expand within that. So, um, uh, this for me right now, I'm in, I'm going into more of like a. Uh, I'm I'm gonna do a bit more research into brands beyond the Okanagan and and kind of see what I can find. You know, I think there are a lot of really good pages that I follow that are based out of Vancouver and Toronto that I want to kind of uh, have exposure to. You know, I want to uh, increase their awareness and stuff like that. So we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. And I'm looking forward to uh, collaborating with you more so in the future. I think now with art- with restaurants opening up and stuff, we'll have a lot of lunch together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you bet, man. Definitely. Yeah. I'm excited to see what I can bring to the table for you. Uh, and now that I have my studio up and running, I'm not... I'm not necessarily working on it from friends places or mobile or whatever I'm, I'm i'm in a position now where i can really put some more time and in, into figuring out how i can develop my role within your podcast and and what that could be like so appreciate that man thank you <laughs> i appreciate that a lot um yeah man ever since you reached out to me just like out of nowhere on my birthday yeah it's been good it's been so <laughs> sick hey man hey well like what in October, was it? December when 6th. We, yeah. When we, what, we went, we were at Sprout. Yeah. Yeah. That, when was that? When we were at Sprout. Yeah, that was in December. Yeah, that was definitely, it yeah. was close to the new year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was big for me. Like, <laughs> I messaged you on your birthday, like, then then meeting up, like, f- afterwards. That was, that was big for me, too, because I was at a, a, a point of turmoil, or at least question, in my own path because I wasn't sure exactly where I was going. I yeah. knew what I was doing, but but yeah, you, you definitely helped me uh, create this this reality and timeline that I'm in now. So yeah, I, I, I thank you that. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. No, I've really seen the growth from that yeah. point. And it's not even been a year. It's only been six months since that yeah. point. Oh, and look at has. this space that you've created, man. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. I, I work tirelessly, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yo, as soon as you get business cards going, give some yeah. to me. I'll give them to my friends. I've got personal cards for you for now. But um, yeah, I'll have, some, I'll have some business cards for the studio coming very soon. So Hell yeah, man. That's freaking wicked. 
<laughs> That's so awesome. Um, yeah, I wasn't. I'm not really sure if there's a whole lot else that I really needed to say. Did you have any questions for me at all? Um, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you about uh, your experiences with meditation lately. I know you've you spent a decent amount of time meditating. Yeah, since what March? Uh, but even longer, a bit longer. Longer yeah. than that. I've 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 got. On just the Headspace app, I've got about over 800 minutes yeah. med- meditation down. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. I'm, I'm really not doing this. To, like, By the way, if that came across as me bragging, that was totally not intentional. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did not mean to make it sound like that. Um, yeah, man. Meditation has been really helpful for me to be aligned with myself. Yeah. I've been, um, I used to use music as a way to meditate, mm-hmm. right? I would just like be really mindful about the way that I would listen to. I was really obsessive with the Beatles back in high school and stuff. So I would, in a meditative way, listen to Strawberry Fields and just like really soak myself in. I wasn't really aware of it at the time, but I was so mindful of every instrument. And so um, I wanted to try real meditation where you focus in on your breath. Yeah. Um, And and, uh, as somebody that... uh, you know, you know how artists are, man. Yeah. We're we're sensitive, right? Totally. Our emotions really fuel us. And so I find that my emotions would be very like up and down, like in an extreme way. Mm-hmm. And I find that after meditation, I feel a lot more centered and within the moment. And I remember to kind of be here rather than think about the past or the future, mourning for it. Yeah. or looking forward or being afraid of it. And so it allows myself to be more so in the moment. And uh, meditation has been great. I've been using Headspace for quite a while now. For It's going to be almost a year that I've actually been using it. And uh, I would recommend it to everybody. I heard mm-hmm. this one. I used to work at Best Buy. And uh, this woman that I was selling to, she was like, I think she was buying like a fitness band or something like that. And she said, oh, this tracks meditation. Well, meditation is the same as sleep. So whatever. And I'm like, that's, hmm. I wonder if that's a really big misconception that a lot of people have, but they're not the same in any way, shape or form. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, so meditation, if it doesn't have to be a big deal, if you're going to do it, even five minutes of just, you know, closing your eyes. Yeah thinking about your breath going into your body and out your body. If you just do that, even for even just for a minute, will allow you to be a lot more present and within the moment. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't cost you a thing. You literally no. just close your eyes, think about the breath entering your body and leaving your body. And I guarantee that you'll feel a little bit better. So meditation's great. I wish that everybody did it. And uh, I think the world would be a better place if we did. Totally. Yeah. Have you experimented with that very much? Uh, yes and no. I have meditated a lot. Uh, and a lot of it's been through exercise and like through cardio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love, I love just the aspect of, of meditation. There's the awareness, being aware of itself, uh, focusing on, on nothing in particular and allowing, you know, your brain to be within this finite space where then thoughts or the particles must have to organically kind of assimilate themselves into into something you know it's just very free form but yeah I, I love I love meditation for that just just uh, working on finding uh, a space aside from your own thoughts 
and letting things arise and then fall. Yeah. And 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 just kind of following the journey of what those thoughts were and and then watching them die and 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 just still kind of meditating on and through and and just like uh ob- observing those cycles and and movements with your within your brain and how it's acting mm-hmm. yeah, it, 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 yeah it's it can be very enriching or very difficult it but can it, it's always necessary what like whenever i've done it whatever it was yeah Meditation is 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 amazing. It's uh it's a really amazing thing. Sometimes, you know, I've always whenever I've finished uh, a good meditation session for 10, 15 minutes, yeah. Um, what I'll find is I I imagine this this I imagine a bowl, a really shallow bowl, but it's full uh-huh. to the brim of milk. And this bowl doesn't exist until I'm done meditating. But when I'm done meditating, it feels like that bowl of milk has stopped. Splashing around. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really strange. That's that's like your visualization or, or like a representation for you. It's yeah. It it kind of feels like my mind. It feels like it's still and it's calm and I'm in the zone. And um, it's and it's so strange because it feels like because I do it in my bedroom um, with my AirPods in with yeah. noise canceling and all that. When I take out my AirPods, uh-huh. my ears just feel so sensitive. I can oh, totally. <laughs> when I put my AirPods back into their case and I close the lid, yeah. I can feel my eardrums just like move. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. I can feel my eardrums move. Sensory deprivation. Deprivation. Yeah. It's 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 really kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, one re- other reason why I find that meditation to be so important is that people will take coffee in the morning to wake themselves up and like get ready for the day and then that night they may have like a glass of wine or they might smoke a smoke some weed or something like that to like chill themselves out. Yeah. Um I don't necessarily think that I mean you could do whatever you want that's chill but like I don't necessarily think that people should have to um take uppers and downers throughout the day to make them feel like they have to be doing that to be in the moment, right? So no. meditation is a really healthy way to kind of like put yourself in the zone within, yeah. within, uh, because it, I do it at night. I would like to also implement it in the morning because at, ni- it, at night it allows me to kind of clear my mind and then I can go to sleep and I don't have to like overthink. But, um, and then in the morning when you, when you do it, uh, it, it would allow you to kind of be more present within your day. And so when you, as you're going throughout your day, you're more present and aware of what's going on in front of you. So when you're having a conversation with somebody, you're not thinking about like, oh shit, did I leave the stove on? Um, I'm supposed to meet up with so-and-so later. This thing is bothering me. You don't think about that as much. No. Kind of starts your day off in a productive way. And it's not even a big commitment. Five minutes, Mm -hmm. five minutes within your day. Yeah. So I think that meditation is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, I didn't really have too much else that I needed to say. Well, thank you for having me on. Yeah, dude. I uh, I hope you weren't expecting me to plug myself that hard or something like that. I've never really like. I'm not gonna uh, like advertise or promote myself too much. So, mm. well, I'm you've definitely just a lot more low key. <laughs> you've definitely earned the plug right now. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well. So tell me, give people the plug, man. Where can they find you? And uh, how? what's the best way to reach out to get some recording time with you?
uh, yeah, shout out to the vault and shout out to everyone who I've had the pleasure of working with and that that uh, believe in my own experience with music and and what that means to me. And shout out to you for for putting me on here. Yeah, and yeah, I, I appreciate the platform and and uh, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> I had a great time with you, man. I appreciate you inviting me out here, and uh, thank you so much for being a part of the show and helping out as much as you have been. Um, level two is about ascension, of mm-hmm. course, and you are a part of that ascension. Thank and you. seeing that within yourself, having your growth manifest itself into this physical space with uh, equally as ambitious people is awesome. Uh, that is energy that I definitely uh, respect and I want to be around, right? And so, yeah, thanks so much for your time. And thank you to everybody that's been listening. Make sure that you follow Deus on Instagram, Facebook. I'll have all the links down in the description. Make sure that you follow us at For the Culture Canada on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and on our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Have a great day, y'all. See ya.